When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the second episode of Series 20, everyone. We're really happy to have you here with us today as we get into some really great character creation in the game we're covering this month, Heart, by Grant Howitt and Chris Taylor. But before we get into the episode, some announcements as usual. First up, our review drive is at the halfway point right now. That means you have two more weeks to get your reviews to Apple Podcasts in order to be eligible to win our contest. We are giving away a free t-shirt or a free three-day badge to a catacon to one lucky winner. If we hit 50 reviews in the Apple Podcasts store by Monday, September 23rd, we will commission a new t-shirt design for our Ghost Shanks to Go characters from the last series and that shirt will be selectable as the free t-shirt for the winner if they choose the t-shirt option. Now, uh, I know iTunes and Apple make it really difficult to leave reviews for some individuals, but it really does help us a lot and it means the world to us. Every five-star review moves us up in the rankings and helps new people find the podcast. Right now, as of this recording, we are sitting at 43 five-star reviews across all countries in iTunes, and that's pretty great. But that just means we only need seven more reviews, seven, in order to hit that 50 mark. So definitely consider helping us out and entering for a cool prize. Also, if we happen to get to 75 reviews by September 23rd, then we'll be sweetening the pot for the winner but we'll announce those details once we get past 50. Speaking of reviews, it's just me here today, so we'll be holding off reading the next review until Amelia and I can bolster it together to record the next cold open. If you would like your review read before our episodes, all you need to do is leave us one. We would absolutely love to hear from you. But enough of that for now. With all of that out of the way, Let's get on with the show. Enjoy. Previously on Character Creation Cast, Grant and Chris from Rowan, Rook, and Deckard walked us through our various character options after telling us a bit about the game. We are picking up right where we left off with class and calling selection. Enjoy. So those are the classes. Are, are any of the classes or callings speaking to you? I was thinking about doing the enlightenment calling for myself. Great. Classic. An excellent, excellent calling. I'm a big fan of that one. I'd like to play a heretic, I think. Because yeah, like shotguns, shotguns are cool. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Zealous. Or I might go heretic adventure. 
like like a like like a paladin of like I'm going to live a life worthy of the goddess with kissing. It's <laughs> always kissing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, but like, I'm 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 going to kick a heart's blood beast through a stained glass window and really not examine the terrible things I'm doing or why I'm doing it, and I never write home to my family, that sort of thing. I'm kind of but stuck I, between the junk mage and the witch. So the the big difference there is that the the junk mage is kind of is an addict, mm-hmm. right? They are always looking for that next hit. Uh, the witches have formed into kind of not all of them, admittedly, but more of a nobility. Mm. Because they're so important down here, because they're so tied to the land, Ooh. they 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 go all the way from these wild witches who like start growing antlers and running on all fours and like experiencing the heart as wilderness, all the way up to essentially appearing like royalty and like passing um, orders and things down down a chain that doesn't really exist. Yeah. Mm. Um, so fair got, folk in a way. Yeah, like they're more they're more fey, but again, made out of teeth. Yeah, whereas the junk mage is more rehab. I'll be yeah, a the truth fair. Okay. <laughs> so, when are you picking the witch? Witch, yeah. That's not Plus, cool. uh, you get you get to pick your weird alternate form that happens whenever Ooh. something goes definitely wrong. I like that. It's always good. What about you, Amelia? Um, I I think I want to do the junk mage if Ryan is not going to. Nice, excellent. I was hoping somebody would take it. It's always good to do a junk mage. Mm. Well, you took the. Which so what's left for me, Ryan? <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to pick. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I gotta pick a calling though. I did Heart Song last time. Heart Song is really fun. I was gonna say you could have recreated your Spire character as the heretic. Um. So <laughs> no. So what I did last time was that my character was um. I did the heretic, but they were like too far out for my previous. <laughs> already far out character oh that's amazing <laughs> they made you live in a train mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, i can remember <laughs> didn't let you in they're like you're maybe a little too extreme for your jehovah's witness death cult <laughs> that's fair actually <laughs> well i i think i'm gonna go with a forced hound hmm. i really like the concept I, I really like the idea that you've been forced down into this hellhole against your will for, your for whatever reason Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then you found this kind of weird position of power and maybe you're kind mm. of leaning into that a bit too much and seeing what the the kind of moral problems are there. I think then I'm going to go with Penitent, since oh. that's one we haven't done yet. Atoning for your crimes. Ooh. M- maybe. <laughs> Aware of your crimes. You're seeking to atone for, yeah. Yeah. I mean, whether you're good good at that or not, we'll, we'll see. Yes, that is crucial. I'm going heart song, heretic, I think, because I haven't been a proper weirdo yet. You haven't. Now, the three choices I've got. So uh, we, well, one of the choices you can make uh, as you're making your character is you have to pick equipment, what equipment you've got. And I think we really knocked it out of the park with the heretic, because I want all of them. <laughs> uh, so, so, for example, the junk mage gets a pistol that's too powerful for them to use properly or some narcotics. And the heretic gets either a double barrel shotgun, a something called a relic bludgeon. We didn't define what it was. It sounds pretty cool. Or a or a, a blazier, a brazier burning spire black you can hit people with. And they're all pretty fun. They are neato. I'm trying to work out which one I need. The, the relic bludgeon it sounds pretty cool because I can I, I can mark stress and then I get better at using it. 
that's one of the things we try to put in a lot of cases where it's like, well, if you if you do this stupid thing, you'll get better for a bit. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go for a relic bludgeon. I'm going to be... Like the idea uh, that's just like a big stone tablet that you smack people with. Yeah. yeah <laughs> sort, like of, uh, sort of like the old the, um, Charlton Heston um, Ten Commandments. They're like Ten style. Commandments. Like, yeah, like that huge oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I, I was figuring it was like it was like it was part of a column or a support from some stairs. Uh, but uh, I really like the idea of like of, of, of it being part of a part of a fresco or like part of a building which I which I've tied onto the end of a club and I'm dragging around and it's far too heavy. It's just a tombstone. <laughs> yeah, basically a tombstone, but it's like a smallish tombstone sort of thing which I'm smacking people about with. Brilliant. <laughs> I do like that you have to choose between a pistol or narcotics because I mean I feel like having both maybe wouldn't be. Well, you, I mean, like you can get both, but you got to be able to afford them. Mm. Like, you have to do that. <laughs> That's on you. This is what this is what you got in your pockets as the as, as the the scene opens. Yeah. So the the key the key to making characters essentially you work down the list, um, writing down your skills, your domains, all the stuff you get for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you look at the equipment, it'll normally say pick one. Like as we've seen, there's the old fashioned pistol, uh, there's narcotics, and then sometimes you get something for free. Um, so you note down which ones of those you're after. And then the difficult bit. Now we've split the, the, the abilities of the classes into minor, major, and zenith. Zenith abilities are game enders. Yeah. Um, like it's a button you can press that will essentially win you the game. However, it's going to kill your character or take them out of the, the campaign. That's, that's the, the final part of their story arc is activating one of these abilities. Like if you've ever read, uh, Unknown Armies, um, which is a big influence on the game, mm. this, this is a, uh, the, the biggest charge you can get from that that changes the world. Um, so in a character creation, you get one major and three minor abilities. Minor abilities will be anything from like different skills you can use, different domains you can use. Uh, maybe the ability to see ghosts. Why not? Um, and major is a huge defining part of your character. And all the major abilities have at least three minors attached to them. So you take a major, you can then take any of the number of the minors underneath that you want that will do different things, modify the way the major works. Yeah. Um, and that, once you've done that, you're done. Like, that's okay. it. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to have a quick look at mine. I love the abilities in this game, though. Except that they're really hard to pick from. <laughs> I know we talked about that last time, that you were like, that's that's the point, is that that's, you're yeah, supposed that's to want all of them. Yeah, that's one of the founding goals of our business, is that we write games where you want everything, please. It's like it's like walking to pick and mix. Well, we have, we have a, a piece of paper with, like, company mottos yeah. and goals on it. Um, one of the big ones for us that's always been a driving force is something called No Dead Levels uh, because it comes from 3.5 where like when you hit like level 5 or whatever you get nothing. You get some hit points in 3rd th- in edition. Although, although maybe like your save ticks up by 1. one, 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 one your will save goes up by 1 or something boring like that. It's so unsatisfying. Right? It's not exciting. Like if you're level Nothing 4 changed. you're not looking forward to level 5 or mm. whatever it is. I can't remember exactly what the levels are. Um but if you make it so that every time you do anything, you're going to get rewarded for it, good or bad. Ding, 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 ding. Just shower prizes. As long as those yeah. prizes push the story forward, why not? There is, there is, uh, I, I remember I was playing uh, Call of Duty. I think it was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, a press event, many, many years ago. 
uh, and we were testing the multiplayer, and I was playing, I was sort of playing, and I, 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 I shot this guy, and he died, and the game basically exploded. There was fireworks on screen. It was and I was so excited from all that noise and feedback. Yeah, you shot the guy. Well done. Have this celebration. And like I was being manipulated, it's a Skinner box, you know, in, in in some ways. But there's definitely like we we we're, we're dealing we're not dealing with like uh, we don't have full control over the narrative in this. So nor are we professionals, most people, at telling stories who are playing role playing games. So you you need to stop messing about. You need to like to be quite blunt about what you want people to do. And so and so you know, as Chris was saying, basically whenever you do anything in heart, something interesting happens to your character. <laughs> And that can be awful, but it's yeah. fun. Didn't say good. Interesting. <laughs> so I have, I've, I've been through. I've picked out my powers. So have I. Um, I have. So my my ability is Heart Song is a core in the blood. So I get plus one echo protection, and I also uh, once situation when I take stress to a non echo resistance, I can put in echo, which means I can. That will that my body will change more. Um, more weird things will happen to me. Things from my dreams will happen in the real world. I'll take more echo stress. That's fine by me. Sounds like fun. I've gone for uh, my core ability to heretic is Our Lady's Many Eyes, which means that when people remove uh, fortune stress, if they're in my party, they they roll two dice and pick the higher. So we're going to be luckier because because our mission has been blessed by the goddess. My two minor abilities. I've gone for ironically vicious. <laughs> You've done things in the name of your faith that would make a lesser person lose their mind, gain the kill skill, and right of placidity. Scholars who search for the lady often find her immense majesty hard to bear. You've been versed in the sacred canticles that allow you to weather her revelations. Plus two mind. Um, and the primary one, the, the, the major ability I've got is communion. So when I, uh, when I give my soul over to the moon beneath... Uh, I, I I roll some dice and on success. Everyone who can hear me takes D, marks D4 stress to mind as enemies and friends. And I've upgraded that with one minor, which is I shall have no fear. And when I use it, I, I basically get armor. I take less I, I take less uh, damage to to blood. So my main plan for this is to run around, start muttering, start speaking in tongues, and then murder people with a big stick. <laughs> very very difficult character to play. Um, how many? Minor beats are we supposed to pick two? Uh yeah, you pick two. Oh so you can pick uh pick minor or major. Uh whatever whatever beats you'd like. Uh, major is just generally is. harder to, to get. So it's advised that you take some minors early, but it's at up to the, you what you do. At the start of each session, you can uh, you, you pick two beats. Mm. And okay. then uh you can uh, you, you don't get to pick any new beats until the start of the next session. So there's a limit to how much you can advance per per session. Interesting. Okay. So it's one major and two minor? Uh, three minor, one major advance. Oh, okay. Oh, no. So many things to choose. You can draw... So you, uh, your minors can come from the from the first half of the character, uh, which is like the, the skills and advances, or you can upgrade a major you've got with a minor. So they can sort of plug into those and give you more diff- different ways of using them or uh, they make them more powerful, etc. Nice. That sounds horrible. What? Rejoining of Sundered Flesh. Mm. Yeah, it's one of the few heals in the game. Hey, I can heal you, but it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Listen, your arm's going to scream. You mean I'm going to scream because of the arm? No. No. <laughs> no. How are no. you with lots of mouths on your arm now? Uh-huh. Because that's happened. Hey, you liked having one mouth. Well, you're going to love your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Two 
is better, right? Is it more efficient? <laughs> more is always better. It's more efficient. You don't need to move the food to your to, to, to your face mouth anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because your wrist yeah. mouth does it for you. Pulse so if you grow your a mouth on your arm, does it create a separate digestive tract within your body? I'm going to say yes. yes. Awesome. Yeah. That's oh, science. That's awful. That, yeah, that's, that's just hard science. You cannot argue with that. Yeah. But I think I've done mine. Tell us all about yours. Okay, so I took the forced calling, uh, which means I don't, want, uh, I don't want to be down here, but I don't have any choice. So I'm thinking a prisoner of some description. This is kind of their... Uh, sentence was to be sent down here. Like either they've just been dumped down here just to be forgotten about, or that sort of, okay, we'll knock half the time off your sentence if you do this for us. Mm. Oh, this is Spires Australia. Yeah, but worse than Australia. Um, So so I've taken a minor beat, which is uh, do something dangerous to conceal your past. Because I kind of like the idea of a character that's actually not, not repentant, but doesn't want people knowing how bad a person they've been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also taken a major beat, which is learn or possess something that lessens the control your masters have over you. Mm. Because I want to see what happens with that relationship to somebody that's outside of, of this nightmare. Mm. Um, and because I've got force, that gives me a power called collateral, which is once possession, when I would mark stress, allocate it to the nearest friendly target instead. So it doesn't hit me, it'll hit one of you. Doesn't sound friendly for long. No, uh, definitely <laughs> not. Um, and then with the Hound, I've chosen a standard issue Legrand rifle, uh, which is a fairly expensive to fire rifle, but it's one of the few long range working uh, rifles in the heart. So they've got a good bit of range. Um, being a Hound uh, just naturally gives me the ability to wave my badge around. Uh, which means that I am, I'm essentially like a really crap version of Judge Dredd in that what I say is law. Mm. Um, even if I've just made that up. So some places will hate me. Uh, some places will love me because I'm a, a bastion of law and order, but most people just do what I say begrudgingly. Mm. Um, then I've taken the major ability condemnation. <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> you have the authority to declare someone as a wanted criminal. Once possession, when you find evidence of someone or something's crimes, you can condemn them. When you or another hound tracks down a condemned target, roll with mastery. So I'm very good at tracking people who are criminals. However, I've taken two of the upgrades from Condemnation, which are Judge and Jury. The Judge upgrade gives me the discern skill, making me even better at tracking that person. And Jury means I no longer need any evidence at all to condemn a target. So I can just make it up. And the minor I've taken is Liquid Courage, uh, which means that I've developed a bit of a drinking habit. But because of that, I'm slightly more sane because I'm just in my own head rather than dealing with whatever's trying to infect my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that is my hound. Mm. Is he is, is is he Ray Winston? I don't. I'm not thinking Ray Winston. I'm thinking slightly scrappier. Like I'm very. Julian Murphy. Yeah, yeah, we'll go that route. Like, yeah, but definitely not talented. Killian Murphy era. Before that, we're talking like Batman era. Okay. Um, he was... I, yeah, you know what? I was yeah. about to say, well, he had a bad... No, actually, the film was pretty good, aside from him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like the idea that like he's been sent down here for a purpose. Like, what, what that purpose is yet? I don't know. Mm. But one of the first things he ended up doing is trying to assimilate himself into a, into a haven, into a safe place. Um, he, as he always does, comes up across with the law and ended up getting himself a hand badge. How does how does his, how do his masters communicate with him now, dear? So I'm seeing a kind of like uh, 
part version of a messenger pigeon. Mm-hmm. Like I like the idea that he gets like threatening notes attached to animals, like like <laughs> not like a, like a piece of a rude word written on it, but like yeah, <laughs> oi, but like 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 a raven just lands next to him and he's like, ah, oh, come on, really? I like I like that. So like like a raven lands next to him and <laughs> retches up a pigeon's leg with a message on it. <laughs> it's eaten the important pigeon, <laughs> but at least it left the note. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a good it's a good raven. <laughs> Ryan, have you made your choices, or do you want me to go? Um, I'm still figuring <laughs> out what they all mean, but you can go for now. Okay. Um, so I picked the... See, now i got to keep scrolling back up, though. It's, and then I keep forgetting what page. If you could go ahead and like have the book out so I don't have to scroll, that'd be great. So, so, um, so I picked um, The Penitent Calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the... Uh, minor beats I picked um, deny yourself an opportunity and um, interact with someone who hates you because I really wanted that this is sounding like quite a quite a haven-y game this is sounding quite like with, with Chris's character and the fact that both your both your ones in, uh, seem to include NPCs in some way I can see this focusing quite heavily around trying to keep a place safe but also like I mean don't forget my character isn't actually a hound as it were well yes true i mean you are now yeah exactly but like that how that works <laughs> didn't, yes but didn't go in for the perhaps the like the i'm here for the justice and the right of this like yeah i'm the police yeah sure. and I, I like i quite i quite like the idea that he doesn't know what the police do down here yeah and so people will be like well you have to do this you're a police officer Yes. Yes, I do. Have so I think I think that works really well with Amelia's uh, interacting with an NPC who hates you for what you've done. Mm-hmm. Like that immediately gives you some backstory. Yeah, so, absolutely. A, a penitent junk mage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my equipment, I picked narcotics because mm-hmm. that sounded fun. I just like having pockets full of things. Um, uh, the core ability is. Um, you crave the touch of what others call madness. The glimpse of... Hold on, I can't read this in front of my microphone. The glimpses of truth that ravage your frail, mortal mind give you unimaginable power. When your mind stresses for higher, you roll with mastery when casting spells from this class. That's so good. So the more mad you get, the better you are at going mad. <laughs> yep. It's beautiful. Um, and then for minor abilities, if I can read my writing, I picked... Um, Wretched and glorious. Your body is a prison, and when it blurs or breaks, you feel closer to your patrons. You gain the cursed domain. When you cast a spell whilst in a cursed area, you roll with mastery. And then I picked Mark of Hunger. You can taste the power slumbering in the city beneath, and you want it more than anything. You gain the delve skill. Yeah, proper adventurer type with the delve mm-hmm. skill. Mm-hmm. What was your. What are you penitenting for? Um, you, oh, actually, who did you upset? Who did I upset? Mm. That's an excellent question. We'll come back. Okay. I'll have to think about it. I feel like we haven't defined a whole lot of our our world yet. Mm. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, What was the major you picked? Oh, yeah. Um, I picked the Drowned Queen's Curse. Mm -hmm. Nice. The queen is dead. Long live the queen. You can interact with ghosts and spectral creatures as though they were physically present. In addition, you learn the following spell. Roll plus discern an occult to find the greatest source of death resonance nearby. Excellent. That kind of goes well with uh, something I picked for my character. 
Oh, yes. Tell us about yours. Okay. So I, I had to go back and pick a minor my minor beats because I forgot about that. Okay. Let's see here. So uh, my character is the witch with the enlightenment calling. Um, and let's see. She has... Um, so for enlightenment once per session, I can do some cool stuff. Um, but for the beats that I have is uh, gain favor with a faction that can help you learn more about your goal mm -hmm. and gain access to knowledge that someone tried to conceal. Awesome. I thought I thought those would be kind of interesting. Yeah. And then for my skills, I got uh, mend, discern, and compel. Uh, started with the cursed domain because that's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and then for my equipment, I picked the gnarled staff, uh, cause that just sounded cool to walk around with that. Um, and I didn't know what the, uh, sacred athame, athame? Uh, an athame is a traditional athame. witch's dagger. Okay. That makes sense. I saw cruel too on there and I was like, Hmm, I don't want a cruel weapon. Oh, the, Ryan. The nods oh, are quite nice. Oh, Ryan. Because <laughs> it's defensive. It's got, it's got the blocking abilities on it, so it makes you a little bit more, more defensive rather than antagonistic mm -hmm. with the weapon. Yeah, that's kind of what I was picturing for this character. Mm. Um, I also just like witches who beat people over the heads with their sticks. Right? Like, mm -hmm. it's a good trope. Yeah. So uh, core, core things that the witch has is crucible. Uh, you bring the energy of the heart inside yourself and transmute it into crimson power. I love that description. <laughs> um, so I can uh, basically cast spells, right? Uh, using can, blood power, right? You, you can cast yes. spells better. Yeah, yeah so by, what it means by is risking that, your own body. Yeah, you, you, you run this sort of tightrope between either just getting rid of a load of the, the, the problems that you're, you're running into mm -hmm. or getting more stressed by it and be more powerful. Mm -hmm. So it's this kind of oscillating up-down power. Oh, cool. Um, and I also get true form. Yep. Uh, your skin skitters with barely contained power, the heart's blood within you, waiting to remake you as a flickering, hungry zeotrope horror. When you suffer a major fallout, the stress pushes you into your true form. That's remarkable. Yeah, so witches have this, um, like if you've ever seen the horror film Mama, that's a lot, lot of the, the inspiration for this. Um, you're this bizarre, like ring style, awful nightmare horror is your true form. Oh, fun. And you're normally like 99% of the time you have a glamour up that makes you look normal. Yep. And you interact. But when something pushes you to breaking point, you can't keep the glamour up anymore. That's amazing. So, so you just, it just fractures and suddenly you become this awful, like bent backwards thing that's talking out of 13 mouths and mm -hmm. singing the song that ends the universe. Um, but you can also do it intentionally. Oh, wow. So you could just go, yeah, you know what? I really need that extra bit of scary. Uh huh. And you, you can't just, turn it off intentionally. You can't turn it off intentionally. You can turn it on intentionally. Yeah. So it's uh, at the end of the current situation, you revert to your humanoid mm. form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and I, I love that down. it apply, implies that this doesn't have to be humanoid either. Not at all. No. <laughs> okay. Um, also, <laughs> in, ter in terms of ancestry, um, what kind of people are you? Because I'm, I'm going to play Drow. Yeah, but I was thinking I like Drow as well. Drow. Okay. I was thinking also Drow. Yeah. Oh, very good. Hey. Um, okay, so my abilities that I chose. Mm -hmm. So the major ability I chose was Beast Ton. 
Um, okay. So the same vigor that pulses through you, through the veins of the beasts of this place, pulses through yours. Uh, so I can speak to animals, beasts, and other creatures that I cannot, that normally you can't communicate with. Um, and once per session, I can declare I find a useful creature uh, who might be able to help us out. So I thought that was cool. Ryan, I love that even in this game, you're like, I can talk to the sweet forest critter. Uh, <laughs> I would but, like an animal friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, at this point, right, we're, we're halfway to Snow White as Blood Witch. So mm. combine that That's pretty solid. with um, I've got of noble blood for one of my minor abilities. So um, I inherited the disease from a well-regarded bloodline. Uh, you are strange and powerful and authoritative. Uh, get compelled because of that and some other stuff. Um and I also have the sight. Your mm-hmm. eyes are red black with barely contained power. Gain the discern skill. And if you concentrate and stand still, you can see ghosts, specters, and other unseen creatures. This is definitely a very ghostly campaign. I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I really like the combination of being able to see the unseen creatures and then communicate with them with Beast Ton. Mm. Um, and then I also um, enhanced Beast Ton with the minor ability companion. Um, so you form a special bond with a distinct small creature, feeding it blood and warping its brain into a sort of simulacrum of your own. Um, so yeah, it functions as a bond, but it doesn't have to have a haunt. Um, Would like us to explain what that means? Yeah, <laughs> you can. You can put. Um, you can put stress on your familiar rather than take it yourself uh, so it's, it's basically an additional free resistance slot which which you can put things into and you roll separately for the familiar and if something goes wrong the familiar gets hurt or gets lost or needs something but you can effectively offload magical power onto your you're in a abusive relationship with your cat mm-hmm. well I, I wouldn't say it's a cat but we'll oh, well, sorry, I, don't <laughs> I don't know what it is either three dogs yeah a, a nun with the head of a dog. It's a three-headed ghost dog. Just a bunch of It's moths. actually three dogs stacked on top of each other wearing a trench coat. Yeah. Whoa. So it looks like one very tall dog. <laughs> yeah. It's like one very tall human. <laughs> it's wearing a trench coat. <laughs> and they're technically all connected. <laughs> oh, no. It's like a human centipede of dogs. <laughs> dogs. Only, through, only through the paws. Oh, but they can all oh, bark. Yeah. <laughs> I should also know, I, I picked out my beats... Uh, I didn't, didn't say this earlier. One is take minor echo fallout, so I need something to go wrong with my body. And two, establish a bond with a heart's blood beast on tier two or deeper. So I can feel some connection between our characters there. Because hmm. uh, I, I, I want to find deer, and I want to be convinced that it's my goddess reincarnated. Oh, there you go. And I, I want to ride it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important part. I will. I this will is know. Really good. Yeah. Chris made me take take uh, monster riding rules out of the game, which I'm yes, which which I'm proud of you for. Thank you. That's why. <laughs> that's one of the many reasons why you're here. Yeah. Like, I've written up rules for the Dragon Slayer class, uh, the Dragon Slayer subclass of Vermissian Knight, and Chris just like no, no, no. you're not having <laughs> it. No. There's no way you can keep tone if they're going to ride a bear. <laughs> it just suddenly <laughs> just destroys everything. <laughs> but other everything people. we've worked for. Just ride on the knight's back and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yes, knights that ride other knights. Mm. Until they go electric and then you have a problem. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, technically, the one in the air is not grounded. Never. 
<laughs> That's science. Yeah, that is science. And we don't have, we don't truck with that around these parts. Yeah. No. No science, thank you. We're, we're very much we're very much in the rhyme end of rhyme and reason. Yeah, I mean you can learn things for literally years. Yeah. Or you could just make some stuff up and it'd be fun. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm definitely much more into that second one. <laughs> there is definitely a place for both. Is that us? Um no well, okay. Uh I'm going to be sorry at myself for saying this, but we do have to name. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, um, so I, I would recommend I, I hate this. search archaic French names. Yeah. I was it's just really going to go with Snow for mine. Oh, that works. Cool. What, what, what's that in French? Oh, that's a good question. Les Snow. I don't know. <laughs> Les, I mean, there's hiver uh, is winter. And it also, it's also it's spelled hiver. Which is a cool spy reference. Uh, neige. I don't know how do you pronounce it. Neige. 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 Nah, it's not quite there, is it? No. Nah. Blanchefleur. Yeah, Blanchefleur. That's what I'm going for. I'm a lady now. Fine. Blanchefleur, meaning white flower. And whoever's jamming this game, I would like a motif of white flowers, please. No. Come on, man. Be cool. Okay, fine. Thanks, Chris. Welcome. Blanchefleur. Yeah, S- Sister Blanchefleur. I hate names. I hate them. Um, yeah, I have a, a baby name book here that I use, and all the pages are falling out, so that's fine. <laughs> it means it's um, working. But this one, like, breaks them down um, into groups, so I can just go to the page for French names. Oh, that's really useful. I, I have just mm-hmm. linked everyone to French names, if that's something which could be helpful. Oh, have you? You absolute star. That's me. Dangerous. Danger Florian. Franchot. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say that while I was studying political science, I just really remember hating Charles de Gaulle for some reason. <laughs> so that's what we're gonna name my character, Charles. Charles the junk mage. Little Charlie the junk mage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Um sleet sleet in French is uh, neige fondue. <laughs> that's the <laughs> oh, one. Oh, that's, I mean, if neige is snow, it's just melted snow then, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, partially I mean, that would make sense because like fondue is like melted cheese. So mm. I assume that it's just melted. Uh, that would make sense. Neige fondue. Blizzard in French is blizzard. Mm, that's a good name. That is a good name. Why are you looking up snow words? Because of it's snow white. Snow snow. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I follow. We need to get you a cult with seven dwarves. <laughs> uh, Please do that. I have two names. One that is actually... Oh, you think you're better than us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. You're oh, very well podcast. Big I get two over here. No, I've, got, I've got a character name and the name that's on the badge I've found. Oh, great. Oh, Good call. Oh, so got, uh, Robert Erod is the character name, and the badge says um, Orfrey Baudet. Baudet. Yeah. Oh, you got last names too? Nah. I just picked first names and made them last names. Ooh. Hmm. So fancy. Yeah. I'm pushing the boat out there. Ryan, did you decide yet? Um, Kind of. Why am I <laughs> having so many? I mean, like, like this whole French thing is throwing me off. You don't have to do it in French. You, that's fine. You, you to, yeah, you can just you can just be called Snow. That's fine. Okay, um, I'll just be Snow Blanche. In, I was the evicted. That's what I named my character nice. last time. The evicted. It's pretty strong. Snow Blanche. I'm gonna swap my name out because I got Blanche in mine as well. Then don't worry, I've, I've oh, got a good one. We could both be Blanche. It's fine. Oh, well, mm, I might get confusing. But mine's a last name. 
Just call me Snow. Yeah. Okay, right, you are then. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with I'll stick with Whiteflower. Be your true self, Grant. A lunatic priest, <laughs> as you were born to be. Yes. I was using uh, Google to translate directly from English to French. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice. You, it even has like little buttons where you can uh, record to record what you're saying, and it detects the language. And then you press a little That's button, useful. and it'll it'll speak it back to you. What? Yeah. We used, really? we, to That's be fair, cool. we used the, the translation, not the, the, well, the, fun, the fancy features you were just talking about, but the basic version of that um, we use a lot because a lot of the drow culture, cultural names are taken from Haitian Creole. Um, which is a very hard language to get your head around if you don't speak it naturally. Um, so we translated a lot of things over there and then kind of fantasied the names up a little bit. Nice. So like, uh, like uh, uh, Le Colle, Lombre, and Limier. So like uh, Lombre and Limier are the names for the light and dark sides of the moon for the drow, and they literally mean um, shadow and light in Haitian Creole. Nice. Why Haitian Creole? Because uh, it's, it's, it's a language of the oppressed. Um, oh, the, the, the French rocked up and took over Haiti. Um, Haiti? Haiti. I don't know. I don't know what the correct pronunciation Haiti is. And Haitian. Haiti. I mean Haitian, yes. Um so they so we want we wanted to give it some residents of a of like a culture who had been under the thumb of another one for a while. Cool. And it, it works quite nicely because the kind of like the, the old high French uh worked really well as Elfa words. Mm. As that kind of like elven sounding lyrical We then did give them haiku as surnames. Yes. Which makes them seem a bit Japanese, but hey ho. But they're lovely. I really like those surnames. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favourite things about playing an Elfia character is one, the fashion, and two, the name. Mm-hmm. But fashion's definitely number one. Oh my sure. god, yeah. <laughs> that was the first section that I flipped to when my Strata book came. I was like, fashion! <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, I wrote it after I was on the podcast last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty neat. You should see. Uh, so uh, we've got we got through the sketches for the Deep Apiarist yesterday, and they oh. are, it's, it's the only iconic Elfia character we have. And they are dressed beautifully, so uh, like so this, swagalicious. This gorgeous, like flowing veil that's kind of like like an apiarist beekeeper's thing, but yeah. all the bees are on the inside. Oh, <gasps> it's really cool. I love it so much. That's um, it's it's gorgeous. Yeah, uh, what's a Felix? Felix Mial is our artist, and Felix Mial. Felix is knocking it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Bloody hell, he's good. Um, one of the things we really like doing is we like having an artist to kind of completely do one book. So it's mm-hmm. a un- unified vision. They We give them really minimal input, like less than a paragraph of direction. and say, We talk about feel rather yeah, than... And say, go nuts. Draw us, draw us what you think this should look like. And mm. like Adrian Stone with Spire nailed it. Like a lot of the, a lot of the pictures, uh, the descriptions we gave Adrian for the pictures were a sentence. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with Felix just absolutely destroying it with this beautiful art you can see through the playtest document. That's awesome. And we've got, yeah. I love that about commissioning art is mm. just like sending an idea and being like, it, like roughly kind of this and yeah. then getting something back that's like, that's even better than what I imagined. Mm. You can draw. I can't. If I could draw, I wouldn't be describing this to you. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, last time I commissioned art, I did send like a little sad post-it note sketch that was like, mm. maybe like this. Um, that's, that's, that's what, what I did for my last tattoo. And it, it worked out okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I drew a terrible version. Yeah, mine is, well, because mine's handwriting, but I just yeah. like brought in a bunch of post-it notes and was like, here, do something with these. <laughs> you want two post-it notes on yourself? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, we don't understand. <laughs> All right, I think that we made characters. Oh, we did. We, we did. have, definitely. That's Hooray. awesome. Woo.
I'm very excited for my not horrible person in this horrible world. Well, just you wait. I know. <laughs> now, that's one of the things I quite like about this is that it's just the, the difficult part is choosing something. Yeah. Rather than like, oh, does this interact well with this? If I, if I got the prerequisite, I need to be able to get this feet chain or whatever. It's just, mm. which of these cool mm -hmm. things do I pick up now? Mm. You can mm -hmm. get them all. I mean, just the longer your campaign eventually, goes on, yeah. eventually you'll get them all. Yeah. As long as you live. Just make a new character. You know, yeah. die, and, die and get a new one. Try everything out. It's great. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us for our heart character creation episodes. Uh, Grant, do you want to remind people where they can find you online? Yes, you can find me uh, on Twitter at GSHowitt, that's G-S-H-O-W-I-T-T, -T, and you can see all the things I'm up to there, or you can go to rowanrookanddeckard.com. Uh, oh, Chris, what's the, what's the URL shortener we got for that? bit.ly slash RRD games. Yes, bit.ly slash RRD games. You can see everything that Chris and I have ever written, basically, that we thought was good enough to release. Which is <laughs> like a third of the stuff we've written. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But there's still a lot there. <laughs> And what about you, Chris? Where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at the Madigan, 2Ds, 1G. Um, but honestly, follow Grant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I tweet stuff. Yeah, like, like Grant's, Grant's Twitter is, is more active than mine. But yeah, like most of the stuff I do is on the website and in online communities on the Roan Rook and Decker Discord. Yeah, Chris Ooh. is our community manager. Um, that's, that's where I, I hold court. Do you want to tell people about the Kickstarter for this game? We'd like to. May we? Absolutely. I'm pretty sure that's half of why you're yeah, here. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> also, because really <laughs> we fun. haven't mentioned it at all. No, yet. it's fine. Um, <laughs> so we're doing Kickstarter for Heart. Um, this game, the one you're listening to. Yeah, um, it's very different to the playtest version. If you listen to that, um, we've incorporated a lot of feedback. Yeah. Um, a lot of people talked about how it was too deadly and we're cowards or whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> no, we've, we've given you some rules. So we don't, don't want die. to die. Whatever's. Lame. No, we've, 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 we've been combing through feedback and we've incorporated a lot. <laughs> no, yeah, um, we really have. There's it's, like it's, what, it's nine classes? Eight. Eight. Eight classes. Um, a whole load of extra advances you can go through. Uh, and loads of details on this really messed up world. Yeah, like um, we we were, we were quite vague about it in the in the playtest, and we like were we've attempted to describe as much of it as we can while still giving you license to build your own version. Like like so I, as I said earlier, it's that first third of everything yeah. of everything, and then you take it where you want. So um, like the heart has seasons. Yeah, sorry, pulses they're called, and you roll to see what pulse it's in, and like rather than like warm or. Cold. It's got like seasons are ghosts mm. or suffocation. So that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little things. Um, but essentially, it's we're doing a Kickstarter for the core rule book um, and assorted extras. Um, but the, the core rule book will teach you everything you need to play the game, make characters as we've just done uh, with lots more choices than you've just had access to, um, how to go on a journey through the heart, how to map it, mm -hmm. like physically map it, as well as narratively map it and create the most awful, nightmarish dungeon crawler you've ever done. Mm. That's awesome. Oh, a, a, a solid bestiary. And a solid bestiary, yes, with some of the saddest monsters you've ever found in a, in a role-playing game. Ah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Like, some of them Some of them are just general, like, oh, oh, no, I can't kill that. Oh, the, oh, that poor little thing. Oh, it's eating my face. I, we want to get somewhere between hate 
and pity. Yeah. Yeah. For every monster. We think I think I've hit that up. I've had two out of three times, I think I've hit that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've done quite well on that one. Um, yeah. So uh you, you can go to uh if you if you search Kickstarter Heart RPG, or if you go to go to my Twitter or Chris's Twitter, as we said before, there'll be a pinned tweet. We'll be shouting about it all the time. Uh, and you can you can see what sort of stretch goals we've got. Uh, take a look at the at the, at the, at the art, which there'll, there'll be some art which wasn't in the playtest. And also there'll be a quick start um, on yes, there. So if crucial. you, uh, it, I believe it will be for backers, um, but once you backed it, you will get access to a quick start. So that will have pre-gen characters. It'll have a tightened up system. It will, it will give you a, 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 a an adventure you can play through yourself, but written in the style of our um the, the way we write them so again first third and you go through from there um and it gives you everything you need to get going right away and it's free if you back the game yeah. so uh do that so please do because that buys food for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we're gonna spend that money on food and roofs yeah and that's september 17th yeah. yes awesome and i'm sure we'll tweet about it and i will tweet about it a bunch well, thank i'm you. so excited well, thank you <laughs> Well, thank you both for joining us. This was a lot of fun. It really was. I love making characters. <laughs> it's nice. I know. It's so good. <laughs> and thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, and please join us on the next episode for our discussion block. Character Creation Cast is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network and can be found online at www.charactercreationcast.com. Head to the website to get more information on our hosts, this show, and even our press kit. Character Creation Cast can also be found on Twitter at CreationCast or on our Discord server at discord.charactercreationcast.com. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter, and I can be found on Twitter at Lord Neptune or online at lordneptune.com. Our other host, Amelia Antrim, can be found on Twitter at Ginger Reckoning. Music for this episode is used with a Creative Commons license or with permission from the podcast they originated from. Further information can be found within the show notes. Our main theme music is Hero Remix by Steve Combs and is used with a Creative Commons license. This podcast is owned by us under Creative Commons. This episode was edited by Ryan Bolter. Further information for the game systems used and today's guests can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to leave us a rating or review, we have links to various review platforms out there, including Apple Podcasts, in our show notes. Also, check the show notes for links to our other projects. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we find that the best part of any role-playing game is character creation. So go out there and create some amazing people. We will see you next time. Now we gotta read some show blurbs. Show blurbs. Show blurbs. Show blurbs. Show blurbs. Character Creation Cast is hosted by the One Shot Podcast Network. If you enjoyed our show, visit OneShotPodcast.com, where you'll find other great shows like Neoscum. Neoscum is a narrative comedy podcast featuring five Chicago improvisers antagonizing their way through the role-playing classic Shadowrun. It follows a group of misfits and outsiders, Z, the acerbic cyber troublemaker, Pox, the candy junkie klepto from across the pond, Tech Wizard, 
the public access actor with a petulant thirst for adventure, and Dak Rambo, the nastiest trucker this side of the Robo Mason Dixon. Join the irascible Neoscum crew on a puerile rockin' road trip through a weirdo world of tomorrow, doling out street justice to every deeb they encounter, whether they deserve it or not. <laughs>